What is today's uh, Steve Cates, also known as Dr. Sky, and Sunday mornings, he makes our minds wander. He makes us look up into the sky and ask us, what the heck is up there? Well, Steve Cates, uh, what's new this week? Well, good morning, John, and a happy Father's Day to you and anybody who qualifies as a father as we move on to another exciting edition here on the Cats Roundtable. John, this big news, as you've probably heard and talked about here on WABC, a UFO whistleblower, an attorney by the name of David Sheehan, claims that he has a client that was a senior Air Force intelligence officer named David Grush. And these amazing claims, here we go. This particular individual in Air Force Intelligence claims that the United States does indeed have alien artifacts, meaning spacecraft. I don't know if that also means that we have alien bodies, but the story continues to talk about, let's say, this 30-foot-long spacecraft that was pulled out of a mountain. Some of the technicians on the ground, John, actually tried to go inside this object. Now, we're saying maybe 30 feet on the outside, but when they went in, they became disoriented nausea and dizziness claiming that it was the interior was the size of a football field meaning that something is warping space-time and if that is true john though obviously we can't prove it what say you this is totally an amazing story very similar to what a gentleman named robert lazar of naval intelligence talked about years ago at area 51 quite amazing don't you think well it's quite amazing could it happen yes i mean uh Anything is possible. Science is moving at warp speed. And uh, I've heard that story before. I just don't know, uh, Steve. Steve, um, let me tell yeah. you something. I hope, we, like I said, I say to you every week, I hope we find out in our lifetime. Absolutely, John. But on another side of the astronomical world, keeping our minds expanded, we find out that the fastest star in the universe has ever been clocked. It's a star right in the central hub of our Milky Way galaxy where there happens to be this supermassive black hole. Astronomers identify the star as S4716. What's important about the star, it's part of a little cluster of stars that sometimes get eaten up by the black hole. But John, this is incredible. They measured the speed of this particular star going around the core at 18 million miles an hour, thus making it the fastest star ever recorded in motion around anything like a galaxy. So these things just keep our minds expanded. But we always talk about the mystery of the week. And John, we have a really interesting one that would probably take hours to explain in detail. But here we go on the short side. English scientist Henry Cavendish, who was, by the way, the discoverer of the actual thing when he studied and discovered hydrogen, we obviously find out that he actually measured the weight of the Earth using what's called in physics the Cavendish experiment. So basically, it's measuring the force that's between two metal spheres separated by a known distance. And again, the details would go on and on. But John, even back in, 17, in the 1780s, he came up with a fairly accurate uh, bit of information. So we know today, through his experiments and some refinement, John, the weight of the Earth is 13 septillion pounds. Now, what the heck does that mean? We all know that a million has six zeros, a billion has nine, a quadrillion has 12 zeros, but a septillion is a number with 24 zeros. So in this force equation, it's called F equals G. This is the gravity constant. You'd measure the difference between the mass of object one and the object two divided by the radius squared. 
Cavendish way back then was pretty much accurate. So it's amazing that they can even do that. And kudos to them way back in antiquity. There's rumors around saying in some of those hollowness, there's another civilization. Have you heard that? You know, John, I'm 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 in accordance with you, too. Absolutely. Because look at what Atlantis theoretically was. There was this entire civilization that allegedly lived then, maybe not underwater, but then because of the changes in the Earth. But we're finding out that there's so many, as you call them, what, hollow areas on the planet. And we're finding out even under the ice of Antarctica that there's actually forests and things like that that are buried underneath. So it's a great mystery. But I thought it important to mention today that the weight of the Earth, in it was a fairly accurate number by Henry Cavendish a way back when, as far as time. But we always end off, John, proudly with the live sky. And this is a great time, obviously, celebrating Father's Day. The moon is at noon, so there's no moon in the sky right now. So if you live wherever you're listening to the Cats Roundtable, folks, where you have clear skies and you have an opportunity to look, look into the southern sky around midnight because you're going to see, if you have very few clouds and less light, the beauty of the summer Milky Way. And like I said before, that's the star that's going around fastest. It's located some 27,000 light years in that direction in the southern sky around midnight. Great things, right, John, to keep our minds expanded it as we shift from mind, politics. It, it keeps your mind expanded. Now, the planet Saturn. Do you remember Absolutely. what the we, was? Well, yes, we were talking about one of the moons of the planet Saturn. And that particular moon, Enceladus, it actually gives off static electric charges that when the Cassini spacecraft passed it in the last decade, it was zapped with a you know 200 volt charge, so now we have and another satellite called Hyperion, which is more accurate. The one I'm talking about, Enceladus, was giving off like ice volcanoes, but Hyperion is the satellite that strains like a potato, and it's all encrusted. It, it, it looks like something from the ocean that came out of the ocean. So we have not only water plumes out in space around Saturn. But we also have the opportunity to talk about satellites that haven't give off electric charge. And this is no small satellite. We're talking hundreds of miles in diameter. So Saturn now, John, the latest news and finality is that it now possesses the most satellites of any of the known planets. We thought Jupiter did, but now Saturn has returned. Even though Jupiter's the king of the planets, Saturn has returned with having the most satellites of all the major planets in the solar system. Lots to be discovered. Steve Cates, thank you for expanding our minds, and we'll talk to you again next week. Unless you have something urgent, Monday through Friday, we're on between 5 and 6 in New York. Call us anytime. Well, thank you, John, for the honor. And always go to WABCRadio.com for the Dr. Sky experience. Jam-packed, as you would imagine, as, and as you know, to let the listeners know great information on these topics that we talk about every Sunday. Thank you, and happy Father's Day to you and everyone. And happy Father's Day, and we'll catch up again soon. Thank you. Thank you, John.